It's not that much ketchup. pretty good start to be honest but anyway i'll do the quote gentlemen we're history yes it's the science fiction rating system my name's alex humphrey and i am joined by chris redding hello hello how are you chris yeah good 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 i hear you had a good uh, star spot the other day yesterday yesterday uh, mr costner mm, that is a yeah. good one he just walked past me in the uh, bafta like a bar he was obviously an event going on but he was uh had an entourage oh so something wow. going on and yeah. mr sam draper hello did you s- any famous spots recently not really no there's a no. Th- i saw um a film crew oh <laughs> doesn't really yeah. count it it's like okay. a, doing what just like i saw some craft catering it. it was something like that it was too big for that there was loads of trailers um <laughs> oh yeah, so the, the right. catering looked quite good Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. That's about so it, really. some something's being filmed in Matlock as we speak. It's between Matlock and Bakewell. They do it. They did it last year as well. I don't know what it is, but they're there for about a week. I don't know what they film there. Wow. If anyone knows, fill us in. That'd be that'd be mm. good to know. Good to find H- out. Haddon Hall. Probably I think it's like called. Last of the Summer Wine or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I bet it will be like. Um, or it might be some. It's in a hall. So it might be some sort of. Period. What's that thing called? Goose Park. What's that thing? Not Goose Park. Oh. I don't know. Yeah, you know, that show everyone likes. Cold Dark. No, that bold chap, it's crap. Um, <laughs> oh, God, you know. No, you know. Uh, it's Downton Abbey. Yes, yes. Oh, okay, well. I don't think that's on anymore. Oh, is it not? What's Goose but Park? Anyway. Oh, Gosford Park, that's what I'm thinking of. <laughs> Goose Park. That's Goose an old Park. film. So they should Coming make Goose Rangers. Park. Coming this fall to Netflix, <laughs> Goose Park. Anyway, we're not here to discuss that. We are here to discuss science fiction and rate science fiction from one to infinity to add a film... One film a week to our big list. And this week, it is Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. The uh, 1989... Well, I guess it's like a um, teen science fiction comedy adventure. Would you say? Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. The sort a, lot of of people, a lot of people put it in the category of a stoner film, don't they? But that's not technically... Yeah. Yeah, they they don't, is that a category? Well, yeah, that kind of stoner yeah. picture. I can think of a lot of it's, stoner films. It's too early for that, isn't it? That's more of a yeah. 90s. And they don't, there's nothing, they don't do anything in this. But you can see like the line from this to like Biodome and stuff, can't you? Mm, yeah, you can. It's yeah, a similar yeah. sort. Oh, in fact, yeah. wasn't Biodome, wasn't there a rumour that was a sequel to this? Oh. I'm sure I read that in. Interesting. I'll leave that for later on, I'll find a little note, but yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, anyway, it's directed by Stephen Herrick, who did Critters and the Mighty Ducks. And written by Ed Solomon, who wrote Men in Black and Now You See Me, but Chris Matterson, who mm. he didn't really write anything, but he is the son of the uh, mm. r- writer Richard Matheson, who wrote I Am Legend. Yeah. So, uh, uh, you know, pretty huge credentials. And it's it's because of Richard Matheson that they've got, um, that it's sci-fi. Do you know that? Oh, no, I didn't know that. Yeah, they had the idea, um, yeah. but without the time machine, and it was his, mm. and he didn't want to do it because he didn't want to be too much like his dad, and his dad was like, no, no, that'll make it work, put the time machine in it. So, yeah. Well, oh. it's his fault. I would say his dad. Well, okay, I would say his dad was right. <laughs> yeah. Well, for anyone that doesn't know the film, a brief synopsis is: there's Bill, there's Ted. They're pretty much doing badly at school, uh, and they need to uh, get an A, A plus on their history exam. So, with the help of uh, Rufus, they go back in time and 
and all that. But we'll, we'll fill in the gaps, basically. Um, now, I'm, I've got I've parted it up again. I've, I've sectioned this one up Oh, again. okay, nice. Yeah, and I've got titles for all the sections. So the first part is 2688 and 1988, an introduction. Hmm. And basically, the, it, the, the beginning of the film's quite odd, because you'd think this film would open in 1988, uh, San Dimas, California. But it doesn't. It own, opens in San Dimas, California in 2688, with uh, Rufus, their kind of assistant, giving this very weird director-camera kind of monologue about about how wonderful the planet is and how amazing it is. And it's all down to Bill and Ted, why their planet is so amazing. Um, which is an odd setup, isn't it? <laughs> yep. It's a very odd setup. Not, not only is it odd setup, it looks odd in the way he's like, he's off-centre, isn't he? And then the yeah. cover of their album like comes up, doesn't it? And they're moving like, very slowly, yeah. like big raincoats. Yeah. It's, uh, it's very yeah, strange. I mean, it, it, they've got an excellent, wonderful planet. It's uh, Everything's great. But he says that 700 years ago it could have all gone wrong because of Bill and Ted uh, not, you know, yeah. not getting their uh, their A+. And then we flash back to Bill and Ted yeah. uh, and we're kind of introduced the first time to Bill and Ted. Now, I would put this that if you don't like Bill and Ted, you probably don't like this film. Would you say that's true, guys? Uh, well, what do you mean if you don't like them? The characters. What I mean, I think this film, more than a lot of films, really hinges on you liking Bill and Ted. The yeah, I the characters. The, the Bill inverse and Ted. of that is like maybe mm. you really like the characters but don't like the film is also a possibility in, in this. Well, that's an interesting one. Well, I would say, did, did you do you like Bill and Ted, Chris? No, I find them kind of annoying after a while because it's kind of, you know, it's such there is such extreme caricature character characters. Yeah, they're very the stupid, aren't they? They're very like into yeah. kind of metal. They're trying to do a band. It's kind of Wayne's World, but more fantastical, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And they're kind I don't of... know if there were actually people like this at any point, but yeah. See, yeah. I don't know because there weren't really any like this in England, were there? Yeah, it's not a culture mm. we had, is it at all? No, no. Mm. no. So, Sam, do you like Bill and Ted? Yeah, I, I really like them. I like their endless positivity. I think it's a really refreshing thing yeah. for yes. a film to have all that. But I yeah. do agree that they are a bit one note and you kind of get a bit bored of it. But as first impressions go, because you do think, because they are like slackers, they're going to be all like, oh, we don't care, whatever. But they're just not very good, are they? They're, rather than being... Um, it's got that sort of um, uh, Austin Powers type thing, like where no. it's just like the, the character is quite two-dimensional when you there go, okay, I get it now. He says this all the time. Yeah. Mm. But but I agree they're kind of positive like Wayne's World. That it, Wayne's a bit kind of snarky, isn't he? He's a bit like yeah, yeah. he thinks he's kind of cleverer than everyone else. Mm. Yeah. Whereas Bill and Ted aren't clever than anyone no, else. no, and they don't care, no. do they? Or they no, you know they don't mind. <laughs> it's all right mm. with it. So because because originally the writers said originally uh, Bill and Ted were fourteen year old skinny guys with low rider bell bottoms and heavy metal t shirts mm. that uh, who were despised by the popular kids at school. Yeah. Uh, but uh, because they cast Keanu Reeves and Alex Winter, they kind of changed their images. Uh, of who they would be, so they kind of turned into these kind of cool, cool guys instead of being these kind of nerd guys. And it could be would be quite a different film if they were kind of more nerdy, wouldn't it? Yeah, it's, it's, be- it's, it's better for them. It, the unique thing about this is their character, I think, and how they are. So you know, everything. Mm. What's the thing they say? Everything is excellent. No, it'll always be excellent, the, isn't it? Yeah, be yeah. excellent. Yeah, like well, ex- yeah, that, that's the it thing. Say this, excellent, but yeah, yeah. This is that's the bit this film's got that other films haven't got. I think you know. Yeah, mm. yeah. 
Yeah, the two sayings that you hear a lot in the future, because the whole of Rufus's society in the future is based on Bill and Ted and teachings, their kind of yes. um, teachings. <laughs> yeah, which, yeah, it's be excellent to each other and party on, dude. That's They're it. the two things <laughs> yeah. that everyone kind of... <laughs> which, you know, do. fair enough, isn't it, really? It's... I'd live like that. That's yeah. not a bad way to live, is it? No. It's kind of... Uh, yeah. I don't think it's, it's sustainable into later life. <laughs> <laughs> You can be excellent to each other. I think you can. Yeah. Partying on, though, is difficult. I think partying on is quite hard, yes. Partying on yeah. all the time will be quite hard. Um, yeah. Dude. Dude, yeah. Well, let's see tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, we'll be, we'll be trying to party on tomorrow. That's very yeah, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we have a little bit of set up here, don't we? We kind of see their life. We see that they're failing at school. They, they kind of have some comedy answers about uh, famous people, which are mildly amusing. We, we, we're introduced to... Um, Bill's stepmom Missy, who's very young, and you have this kind of ongoing joke about her being like basically a year above them or something in their class, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's and a strange somehow, thing, isn't it? Yeah, it's kind of a weird joke, yeah. but it's it kind of it kind of works. There's that very uh, odd bit where the dad kicks them out of the room to have sex with her in his room. Yeah, but this part, which I thought was a bit that I don't really get that as a uh, you know, that was a bit. Of it's just bit. a bit like they've had the idea but not really fleshed out the joke yeah mm. yeah that's <laughs> you know, true there's something there isn't there but they just don't do anything with it really mm. and then Ted's dad is a kind of military man he kind of wants to send Ted off to uh, Alaska yeah. so obviously they have to they have to succeed in their history to get, to get their A uh, else everything's ruined and that is kind of they're outside the Circle K where they say the great thing the great line uh, strange things are afoot of the Circle K yeah. and at that point the phone box mm. turns up and Rufus turns up and um, did Can you I- read about Sorry, go on, no, go on. Just say a point about that way of talking. Like, do you either of you know why they talk like that? Mm. No. Like, is that based in that? That were the people who talk like that? That kind of well, weird. I think, yeah, I think. I think they were trying to start their own sayings and stuff. Because I like it. And I think it's interesting and a bit different. But I just don't know. I don't get the context for why they're saying it's... things like that. Strange things were thought of the Circle K. Yeah, it's kind of like a kind of slack, like a slackery kind of surf dude talk, isn't it? Like I've yeah, heard I it in other things. Yeah, I suppose, but like you I say, Wayne's World is a close parallel, isn't it? They talk a bit like that, don't they? It's so against it's like our culture that we can't yeah, really relate. You know, yeah, it's yeah. true. Um, but yes, anyway, the, the, the phone booth turns up, and did you know that the original idea for the time machine was a 1969 Chevrolet van, yeah. uh, and it was abandoned because it was too close to DeLorean. Yeah. Uh, however, they picked a uh, phone box, which is quite close to Doctor Who, and they didn't really give a crap about that so maybe they never saw Doctor Who I don't know do you, do you um, remember another uh, Back to the Future related bit of trivia oh what they they held this film back a year um, it was actually finished and all the shots it was set in 1987 and because it was so close to Back to the Future they held it back and they changed the year to 1988 and so Every time they mention the year in the film, they're actually overdubbed. And if you watch it closely, oh, you can God. see they're saying seven rather than eight. So it's a bit, <laughs> bit weird, isn't it? Went to that That's length. really weird. Yeah. Oh, God. Mm. Well, uh, yeah, I can't see it doing well at the same time. No. But uh, Bash is 85, though, isn't it? So it would have come and gone by then anyway. So I don't know what. Mm. I don't know. I guess so. They, I, I, I read that the phone booth time machine was given away as a contest prize in a contest prize in Nintendo Power magazine. Yeah. And that guy was interviewed on Reddit. Um, oh really? About five years ago, yeah, and he still got it. Well, the guy who's got the phone box. Yeah. Oh my god. Um, that must have been a really gripping interview. Well, all the questions are basically like phone box. No, yes. they're all like, "Have you had sex?" In it? Basically, it's all they're asking, "Have you had sex in the phone box?" That's all oh, people right. ask, and someone wants to buy it off him. And they're saying, "Don't sell it yet. Keep it till the third film comes out, and then sell it." But yeah, he's got it. I think it's in storage now. But he had it in his bedroom oh. for like years. And years. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, good for him. Yeah. Like, 
That's a pretty cool prize, though. Yeah, I mean, yeah like, it's pretty Well good. done to them for giving that away. But it's there like, are like multiple ones, even in the film, aren't there? And obviously, in the film, you've got multiple ones anyway, but you see more mm. than one in the film. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, it's quite a good... I mean, I know it is like the TARDIS, like the TARDIS but it's quite a good time travel machine, isn't yeah, it? Like, yeah. I like the fact they've got the little phone booth. I like the phone, bo- the phone book. Yes, the, yeah. It's a good that's idea. a good yeah. concept. Yeah, yeah. yeah, this, yeah that's a really good... Co- and, and I think also the, uh, this is where you kind of really get with... Um, George Carling as Rufus. It's very inspired casting, I think. He's very good in it. Don't you think he's in it a lot less than you remember, though? Yeah. I remember being in it a lot more. he's so good. Is he in the second one a lot more, do you think? Maybe. Maybe Well, I used to watch the cartoon, and he was in that all the time. Yeah. It's their actual voice, isn't it, the cartoon as well? I didn't know that until researching this. I didn't know that. Yeah, they all all voice their own parts, yeah. All three of them. Mm. Well, uh, plot-wise, Rufus tells them that They've got a time machine now, so they can go back in time, get historical. Well, he doesn't really tell them anything, does he? Because they meet themselves and they say to themselves, yeah. you know, listen to Rufus. And he doesn't really tell them what to do. But they kind of hatch a plan that they will go back in time and they'll pick up famous people. Uh, and then we move to part two here, which is the Circuits of Time part one. I wanted to ask you, who, who, when would you visit or who would you bring back? Before that, can I just ask, is that Circuits of Time part one, is that your... My tagline. Nice, yeah. I That's like my, it. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. I thought about these. I yeah. didn't think about these. It's yeah. good. Yeah, oh, it's, it's like now we don't do the uh, now we don't do the synopsis anymore. I've got to sharp into this. Uh, yeah. That's good. Yeah, I've got to channel it into something. <laughs> who who would you bring back, Sam, or where would you go? Um, Chris, you got anything? I think. No, uh, I haven't. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't bring anyone back. You wouldn't bring anyone back. You wouldn't want no. to show anyone. To be honest, to, uh... like I'm really into Socrates. He's like a great guy. <laughs> I'd like to go, go and get him. He's like really like you know into it and yeah, you know. I don't know. I'm not sure how historically accurate that depiction <laughs> of him is, though. No. Yeah. I'd, okay, I'd like to go to the World's Fair. You know, like those crazy oh, World's yeah, Fair yeah, where you see all those insane inventions and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah. I'd like one of them. Could be any period of world's fair or any place yeah. that's right great exhibition go. or something yeah that kind of thing yeah, yeah it'll be like nice, that. Yeah. i guess it's a bit weirder who would you bring back but that would just be like oh we've invented something and it'll just be all old stuff to us so it'd be... <laughs> oh, yeah. you know i've like, got a potato peeler i'd, I'd bring back i'd bring shakespeare back mm. um so it's proved to americans that he did actually write everything and it wasn't like a fake yeah. thing because they like to disprove it and then go oh no it couldn't be one man so that's I'd a good one Shakespeare yeah. to go to America and just stop it too and say no you really did write it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and also these accents see what see how things were supposed to be said yes yeah. yeah yeah that's good that's a good one that's a good one yeah it's a bit weirder who would you bring back it's not really any point bringing anyone back is there unless it was someone like you you know because it'd just be like wow look at this just, just to blow someone's mind basically whose mind would you blow that would be cool yeah Someone who really thought they knew, maybe someone like Nostradamus, or someone who thought yeah. they had it pegged at what was going to happen, and then just be like, "Well, you yeah. were wrong." Or, if you or brought, you were right, if you brought your own great 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 granddad back and oh. shot them in the head, oh, what do you think would happen? Well, it depends when you brought him back after you he'd had you had your yeah as, as a child. Granddad. Oh, because oh. for me to shoot him in the head, I have to exist, wouldn't I? But well, this is why time travel doesn't exist. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. You'd, you'd split yeah. off into an alternate. Yeah. This is more... We're more in Back to the Future 2 territory yeah, that's here true, than yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. territory here. Yeah, sorry. Temporal yeah. mechanics. <laughs> Careful there. Well, Bill and Ted go to uh, 1805 Austria, and uh, they get Napoleon. And um, 
Napoleon, they start off with Napoleon, and he ends up being, I would the say... The evil dictator, Napoleon. The evil dictator, Napoleon. And they, they basically bring him back, and they give him to Ted's brother, Deacon, to the look after. They're bringing Hitler back before the, before <laughs> yeah. the Second World War. <laughs> yeah. But it's, I would say this is one of the inspired parts of Bill and Ted, because I think Napoleon's <laughs> hilarious in this. I think he's such a funny character. And it's even funnier that he doesn't speak English. They don't even really subtitle him, apart from in that first bit. <laughs> yeah. And he, he just kind of runs kind of ram, rampage, doesn't he? Like, later on in the film, he just goes and does a lot of weird stuff. But the water he? park. Yeah. And the <laughs> I, Ziggy I Pig scene. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> um, but yeah, so anyway, Napoleon's come back, and then they head off again. Uh, and they go to New, New Mexico, 1879, and they get Billy the Kid. And they go to Athens, 410 BC, and they get uh, so Socrates. Socrates, my man Socrates. Socrates. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, I, I read here there were some there were some other figures. They were going to get uh, Charlemagne, who they kept calling Charlie Mange. <laughs> uh, they were going to get Babe Ruth, and a non-famous medieval person called John the Surf, who is listed in the credits for some reason. Oh wow! Perhaps yeah. in the back of like one of the shots in there. Yeah. Uh, but it's here we move to part three historical babes um <laughs> whoa. And, whoa it's the princesses um now this bit i found that it has the weirdest part of bill and ted's in it for me yeah. does that only hug Which, each other and say a certain word yes <laughs> exactly now yes if you so if anyone hasn't seen the film for a while i'm sure you do not remember this no i didn't <laughs> but um no. bill and ted are there they dress up as knights they have a fight and then one of them falls down the stairs and gets it looks like totally just gets killed yeah I and mean, i don't know how he doesn't get killed he says he falls out of the armor doesn't he yeah, yeah. and then the other one goes down um and they fight a bit more and then it's all okay and then but they're fine and they hug and then they say i'm not gonna say the word but it's not a very nice word for a gay person um and it is extremely <laughs> homophobic and it's yeah. extremely weird and i don't know why it's there well it's just because it, that's the time wasn't it like that is the proof that is how the film was dated because i guess at the time it wasn't about it was just fine wasn't it yeah, but, but also I think that's that must be why. Like I've not seen this film in a long time. They must not show it, I guess, because of that word. Maybe. Yeah, there's these certain movies which just don't come round on TV yeah. anymore. For that. And then you look like Lawnmower Man, isn't it? With that, and this is it. Yeah, yeah. But, it, but it's so odd because there's nothing else in this film that's offensive. Just that one moment. Yeah, yeah. It's like I think they just super cut it out, wouldn't you? Yeah, you'd think they just cut it out, or it doesn't matter what they say. And also, it doesn't even really seem to fit the characters. They don't seem like the people who... Unless the filmmakers really, like, dug their heels in and go, <laughs> it yeah. will not be cut yeah. out. Yeah, we're yeah. keeping that Maybe. bit. <laughs> yeah. well, the weird thing it asks the question is, do you think... That in the future, everyone is extremely hardline anti-gay. Oh, yeah, yeah, maybe, yeah. That's their teachings, like, yeah. Their teaching is no same-sex marriages. Like, it actually turns the future into this quite, like, dystopian <laughs> nightmare if you're gay. Like, um, it's odd, though, because um, I was it, researching it. With Bill and Ted, I was researching into it. And they, they did these Halloween horror nights at Universal Studios Orlando and Hollywood. And they've been doing them for years and years. And they have a Bill and Ted excellent adventure where basically they just they have a Bill and Ted and some villains from the times. So whatever year it was, whatever villain is out, they would be the baddie and they'd have a big, you know, it'd all be like live action actors yeah. and all this stuff. Uh, and it's been running for ages and ages and ages and ages. However, in 2013, the Hollywood version of the show was cancelled in the middle of its run following complaints of homophobic humour. Oh, gosh, they kept it in. They kept so, saying it. For some reason... This weird Orlando or this Hollywood 
show, they've decided, oh yeah, totally, yeah, Bill and Ted, let's just make a load of really anti crazy. That's really weird, isn't it? Anyway. Yeah. It was very like, um, it, it made me realise like how, like I don't know, how times have changed because obviously I've seen this film a few times and I've, it's never registered on my brain at all back when I watched it as a kid no. or whatever. And you know, and now when you watch it, it just—I was just like in shock. I was like, "Oh my god!" So it just—it's just odd, isn't it? How it obviously meant nothing. Yeah. You know, none of us remembered it, and now we won't, mm. we won't really forget that, will we? That this is the film where they no. say that in it, isn't it? So, no, it's, it's odd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, it was. It was. If it, yeah, people out there listening, it's it's super weird. You probably just shock. like yeah. Most people are just thinking, nah, they didn't say it. Like nah, that's, you're, you're making it up. But yeah, they totally do. Um, there must anyway, be a meme or something, or some you yeah, know, there probably you is. Be able to download the clip. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but I mean, the, this whole interlude is a bit odd, isn't it? It's just really to get Bill and Ted love interest, isn't it? It's not really for me. Medi- like, after it doesn't bit, go anywhere. The medieval bit does it. Yeah, after Billy the Kid, I think the whole film kind of falls apart. <gasps> oh, to be honest really? with you, yeah. Oh, okay, that's interesting. That's interesting. This whole like collecting thing. Uh, you know, I, I don't get it. Well, it's for their their project. Yeah, I know, but yeah. but how does that tie into them doing like a big like musical number? I just don't. I don't know. I know you're not meant to think hard about these things. It's just like a bit of a comedy. <laughs> but yeah. Especially because you don't know they're getting the, like if they just said to them like one line like oh we're putting on a show can you come in the show or something. Mm. But you don't really know why they're doing it at this point, do you? Like what their end game is? They're not they're not in, in, like grilling them or anything like that, or no. finding out anything about them. They're just collecting people. <laughs> yeah, they're Which, just kidnapping people. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. Know. It was all right, but yeah. yeah. Well, the, as you say, we're in circuits of time part two here, <laughs> and um, as you say, and as I say, sorry. And they they oh, first yeah. they go to the future where they meet the three most important people in the world. Does anyone uh, do yeah. you know the three most important people in the world? Are anyone? Um, no, I can't remember to be honest. I mean, they're so obscure. Like I looked them up; they're super obscure. One of them is less obscure than the other two. Well, they're real names, or they're the real actors that play the three most important oh, people in the world. The one guy right. is out of Bruce Springsteen's band. I know that much. Yes, Clarence Clemens, the saxophone player from Bruce Springsteen's E Street Band. That's the leader guy, isn't it? In the middle, yeah. yeah. Yeah, the middle guy. Yeah. Uh, one of them is uh, uh, Fee Waybill, record producer and lead singer and songwriter of the band The Tubes, and the other nice. one is Martha Davies, member of the American New Wave band The Motels. What? So they're all basically Why? super obscure. Yeah. For the musos. Muso, muso people. Yeah. How weird so is, is that? Is that like the writer's favorite band or something like that? Maybe. It, so anyway. I was watching this thing about the like southern country music, and there isn't you know there's like a hall of fame. Yeah. And you know when people go on this wall of hall of fame, and this guy was like showing someone how his plaque was on the wall of hall of fame, and it was just like a fucking poxy like plaque on on a on a <laughs> stuck to a wall, and I was just going. This is supposed to be one of the biggest things in music. It's like this is shit, and that's kind of what it is. This is what we're dealing with. Maybe they're this all. Pe- yeah, I they- think the writers must have really been into this <laughs> world. Maybe it's very odd. It's very odd mm. that they, they. Anyway, anyway, well, they go forward to see their future, the the, the no gay people future, uh, and then as as Sam said, they they jump around. It must be it must be country music then. I don't. Know, well, I don't know what it is. I don't know why they're these mm-hmm. people are cast. I don't know. It's very odd. Right. Maybe they were friends. Springsteen's not country mm. music, is he? Something no, maybe. but mm. so they pick up. Uh, Sigmund Freud, Beethoven, Joan of Arc, 
Uh, and then Genghis Khan and Abraham Lincoln. You get the feeling it was just like whatever outfits they had in the prop room. <laughs> it feels like that, doesn't it? Yeah. It does feel like that. Maybe. Especially Genghis Khan, who's like another like sign of how dated this film is. It's like I'll tell you what, this reminded me of that fucking night at the museum type shit. Yeah. Oh, well, do you know what, Chris? You've almost answered a question I was about to ask you. So you've already scored a point in a question I was about to ask. Wow. He went, he went, went to the future to find That's out the That's the answer. way I like to play. <laughs> okay. Do you know that there are four... Because I've been to the future. You've been to the future to answer that question. There are four yeah. films... Uh, well, well, one is... So four things. Nice the Museum. Khan and Abraham Lincoln have appeared together as characters. One of them is Night at the Museum. Can you name... Uh, Night at the Museum 2? Oh, no, it's only... No, there's only three of them. Sorry. Well, this is one, then Night at the Museum... One of them I've never heard of. That one of them is a episode of something that Fu- you both. Futurama. Pardon. Uh, Futurama. Big Bang. Big no. Bang Theory. Big Bang no. Theory. It's something we're going to be covering. That's the sort of shit it is, though, isn't it? That's what. Oh, oh, Star Trek Voyager. It's Star Trek: The Savage Curtain, nineteen sixty nine. I guess that's a ah, that's the original series. Original series. Yeah. So how odd that that Genghis yeah. Khan and Abraham Lincoln would appear together in all these things for no apparent reason. Yeah, yeah. Don't you think Genghis Khan is that dates as well though? The way like it's a racist portrayal of an like it's all it's all Western <laughs> it's Western history you're except for this can't like, have Genghis one Eastern savage, now. you know. Mm, yeah. You've got yeah, no like you've I got guess. you haven't got Confucius or anyone like that. You've got this this, this like warmongering Chinese dude. Now now you'd be able to do like a Russian bad guy. Yeah. yeah and maybe it's just to do Yeah, and you'd have like, to do like someone from Chinese history, wouldn't you, because of the Chinese market being so big. You'd yeah, have to yeah. have someone there from like You'd have to be someone positive. Yeah, yeah no, I yeah. guess you're right. I guess you're right. Well, yeah. Well, it could be, be Genghis Khan, but we'd we'd have to tell talk about like his, um, you know, vast improvements in in sanitation. Yeah, like <laughs> road infrastructure. Yeah, yeah. irrigation. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's true. I, I'm glad well, he's there though, just for the scene where he, he smashes everything up with that baseball bat. That's a good. Uh, well, yes, yeah. this is yeah. this is the thing, isn't it? So they they crash land in uh, one million, whatever it is, BC, and have to fix the booth with oh, chewing yeah. gum. Um, and um, and then they come back to uh, part four, a taste of eighty Sandemus, and and this is really, this is where, as Sam said, there isn't really you don't really understand what they're doing, but this is kind of where you understand what they're doing, which is that. So what we're cutting between here is that there's the presentations are going on, aren't they, in the uh, yeah. in the auditorium, and people are saying stupid things like that stupid um, that stupid girls like you know Mary Antoinette would say. Let them eat cake. Now she'd say, "Let them eat fast food," and she's saying, "People saying <laughs> dumb stuff like that." And um, so they gather them all together, and they basically all the historical figures. They take them to the mall, and they just all go crazy, don't they? Um, and I quite like this scene. I think it's really well done. I quite like, apart from Socrates and Billy the Kid hitting on those eighties teenage girls. Um, although when Freud comes over with a hot dog or whatever it is, it's yeah, really funny. that's good. That is, yeah, and he starts dreaming. Yeah, yeah, that's. But I quite like. Um, also, <laughs> did you see that um, that hot dog stand? What was it? It had like a thing, didn't it? Was it they putting peanut butter in them or something? Oh, I didn't see that. They've all got there's like all different hot dogs, and they've all got the same oh. sign with like something. Oh, I didn't see that. I can't remember what it was. Anyway, I thought but, I'd like one of those. Look nice. But I quite like you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. You're going to America soon. You could try. You could try and find one. But I can find a hot dog with a butter. With butter, 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 butter yeah, yeah. 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 I, I quite like this scene. I like Joan of Arc 
doing the fitness, and it just kind of goes all. It's like a big montage. I, I don't like it at all. I really okay. No, it's rubbish. You terrible. don't like it, Chris. It's terrible. No, okay. No. I really like this scene. Anyway, um, I like Socrates. I just remember what it is. It, it's uh, it's a baseball theme, and it says "butter up." That's it. Rather than batter <laughs> yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like yeah, butter yeah. up your pop dog. Okay. Um, <laughs> well, <laughs> well, this scene ends up with them all being uh, arrested. And we move to part five, which I have called, and I don't care, it's the bit arrival ripped off. Um, <laughs> because basically, when we did the arrival, I'd never seen arrival before, and we had a big talk, didn't we, about the end of arrival and how we all found the end of arrival a bit annoying. Shit. Yeah. Um, and I, I swore that it happens in Bill and Ted, and it does happen in Bill oh, and Ted. Yeah. Because so basically, so they're in the so for people people who haven't seen Bill and Ted for a while, everyone's in the police station. Bill and Ted need to go into the police station, but they don't know how to do it. So all they do is they stand there and say, yeah. "Okay, well when this is over, we'll go back in time and we'll leave the keys for ourselves here." Oh look, here are the keys. And then they go, "Okay, when this is over, we'll do a tape recording and it will distract <laughs> my dad." Oh look, there's a tape recording, and it's it's a joke. And I think it's actually a very good joke about too, yeah. time travel and about the stupidity of time travel. But basically, Arrival has this it's entire right, yeah. concept, but taken seriously, doesn't it? Yeah. I think you're right. Like, this is the strongest bit of the film for me. It's the only sort of joke that really works in like kind of a, mm. you know, it's just fun to watch, isn't it? That kind of, yeah. and they don't play it too this long. This is where I, I completely lost Arrival because it's just stupid. Yeah. But yeah. it works in this totally, yeah. comedy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, totally. So, yeah. So people who like Arrival, Bill and Ted did it first. Basically, because also like um, Keanu Reeves is like you know whoa, reaction to it is exactly yeah. what you should have. It's so stupid, you can't believe it's working because <laughs> it shouldn't yeah. work. So yeah, yeah, no, it'd be really funny to have, if the sequel to Bill and Ted had just been them going back and doing all these stupid, boring chores. Basically, well, that's Back to the Future too, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Yeah, when he's at the just, uh, ball. Yeah, to go back and sort themselves out. Mm. Yeah, but anyway, then we move to uh, the report, which is so. What do we think of the kind of the report bit, like? that big presentation. It's a big montage again, and everyone delivers what they think about San Dimas and all that. Do we like that? Because I like that, but what do you think, Chris? It's not very... It'd be better if you could take the class back in time, right? Oh. Like kind yeah. of San Diego? Yeah. That'd have been good. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Because otherwise you could just bring in a load of guys with fancy dress. Because is to... that... Yeah, that's what I was... When I watched it this time, that's what I thought. I thought... Do they just think, oh, this is just a bunch of people dressed up? Yeah. yeah. Well, it obviously is because they're sitting there going, time travel doesn't exist. Yeah. Yeah, they are. They are thinking yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. I think... Well, did did you me, like it, Sam, or well, you just didn't like this bit? No, I think for me, like the rest of the film, it, it sort of depends on which character's being used. Like, I like the Freud bit. I thought that was really good. Yeah, that's good. Um, that's a good joke. But other bits of it just don't, don't work or aren't as good. And it's too long as well, but hmm. it's all right. I don't know. It just... It always feels very disjointed to me, you know, like, mm, I don't know how we really? got to this point. Mm. <laughs> I, I, I do know how we got there, but, like, the fact that they're just so into it and understand what they're doing and Billy the Kid's, like, does this whole spiel at the start and you're like, well... Mm. And, when, and when, like, doesn't Bill come out and he's, like, or Ted and he knows loads about uh, Socrates as one and he's like, well, well how, did, seen, how did he yeah, learn they've that? Seen, yeah, they seem to have learned a lot of stuff, haven't yeah. they, during their Just some, like, standing yeah. near someone for a bit. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't really explain. Uh, it doesn't really explain that. There's a there's a history joke in this during the Napoleon scene mm. uh, for you history buffs out there. Uh, when he's showing that big map about how he's going to use the water slides mm. to, to conquer Europe, it is actually a diagram of the French invasion of Russia, which is uh, Napoleon's most disastrous defeat. Yeah. So nice, nice history buffs out there. Yeah, I like it. 
Yeah, and then um, Alex Winter said that he gets two different letters from teachers, positive ones from history teachers for encouraging children to know about history and the figures, and negative ones from English teachers uh, affecting the way the students speak. So <laughs> he's done well for history, but he's affected how, in, you know, English, basically. Yeah, because so. we all talk like Bill and Ted now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically, yeah. Um, and then we're at the end, really. Um, and it's just like, you know, it's a, it's a good ending. Rufus turns back up. Everything's fine. Uh, they're going to make a band. There's a good joke about how um, they can't really pay, play yet. Um, but it's here that it reveals, they reveal that the music is the foundation for Bill and Ted's, uh, the foundation for the future. And Rufus mm. says, eventually your music will help put an end to war and poverty. It will align the planets. It will bring them into universal harmony, allowing meaningful contact with all forms of life from extraterrestrial beings to common household pets. That's a pretty big thing, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's nonsense. I, I kind of like their commitment to it though. You know, they're, they're sticking with it, aren't they? Have you have you read about the, the you mentioned that there's going to be a threequel? Have you read about what the plot of it is? Yeah, they're like old, aren't they? And it's not happened yet, and they're not really on track to make it happen. But it kind of makes that quite cool, then, doesn't it? Because yeah. that is quite a lot to put. Also, do, uh, do you remember is the second one? Isn't it that the girls are really good at music and they're not? Like they're yeah. they're in the band up then. The, the two medieval babes are like really yeah. good and they're still shit. So I like that <laughs> whole like thing. They're just not very good. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> My other question I've got here is which band would you base an entire future society on? Ooh. Uh, probably like Donna Summer uh, or something. Ooh. A bit of disco, you know. Disco, although like although she's, actually, she's a homophobe, isn't she? Oh, is she? <laughs> yeah. That's a bit ironic, isn't it? Because she said that such a, AIDS, so popular. Was, uh, AIDS was, the Bee Gees. was God's thing for punishment for gays. The Bee Gees? <laughs> <laughs> Mine's like Paul Disco Future and, and Chris is like Square Disco Future. <laughs> you'd have, you'd, you'd, surely, Sam, you based on someone like Everyone's Tekka got a high voice. Like some, some minimalist, like, you know, like dance music people where no I, one I, knew what it meant. It'd be a miserable life, wouldn't it, though? <laughs> like, I like that kind of thing. But Orteca, bloody hell, it'd be like, you wouldn't know what the hell you were doing. No. It'd be quite L- fun. Life would be really be, confusing. It'd be your music, wouldn't it, Sam? Let's be honest. Yeah. I didn't want to say it, but totally. <laughs> Me with a synthesizer controlling the world. I love it. Yeah, that's what it would be. I'm fine with that. We can vote for you to. to Thanks. To, yeah. So, so overall, so overall, both of you, it seems that you kind of both think that Bill and Ted derails itself a little bit. Is that the vibe you're saying? There's a good reason why it just isn't considered a classic. I think. You don't think? No. No. What 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 point does it derail itself, Chris? You just think it's okay and it just doesn't get any better or. Worse. Yeah, I just never think it. I just, I, it's just one of them stupid. It's just stupidity. I mean, it's nothing particularly hard hitting about any of the the, the arcs. It's mm. the the characters are just caricatures. There, I mean, it's good fun, but yeah. compared to other good fun films, it's like you know Ghostbusters or something. It's just got nothing. And in, it's not a really. top time travel film, apart from not that one arrival bit. Film. It's not really... Yeah. Mm. The time travel is kind of just a tool. I think really, it's difficult it? to make time travel good for starters, isn't it? That's true. It's yeah. very hard. So Sam, what do you think? Do you think it derails itself after that point? you think it's when they start getting more people that... Well, I just think... It's a problem. Yeah, I think... The, fancy dress show. I think the core idea of it is, like, quite a nice thing, but I just don't think they know what to do with it or where to go. And I agree mm. with Chris that the, the problem is, is that, like... There are so many good, like Back to the Future and Ghostbusters, 
uh, to me, are two of the greatest films of all time, and they do comedy and science fiction on a level, you know, that surpasses this by a million, you know. Yeah. So it's hard to really get that into this. It's all right, and like I say I like the characters, I like their positivity and how weird that feels. Mm. But it just it it feels like it needs to go through another few like redrafts or something. Like there's something more to get out of it. It's not finished in a way. Like they had mm. the idea and they thought, all right, well, okay, they go back in time, and they collect people, let's do it, let's get some costumes, go and do it. But there's not <laughs> yeah. enough plot there. There's not enough going on in terms of because because there is like and there was one joke, isn't there? They're stupid. That's the joke. Mm, you know, they don't of, yeah. it doesn't really go beyond that other than mm. that little bit of weird time travel stuff and that joke with the the um, the young mum. Again, yeah. it doesn't really work. You need something... Like, Back to the Future and Ghostbusters have got... Every character's got a lot more going on than just that, so... Mm. Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah. I mean, I, 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 I enjoyed it more than I remembered enjoying it. I think I like, okay. like you say, I like how positive the characters are. I like they're not very good at fighting. I like yeah. they... They're just nice. They're kind of... Apart from their homophobia, they're just <laughs> nice people. And I quite like that, and it's quite refreshing. And I, I found... I agree, there isn't much to it, but I think the joke of just there's these historical people and they're in the 80s and what's going on with that i found that enough to just entertain me mindlessly like yeah i'm, I'm a simple guy um <laughs> and like i say i do really like that bit that bit when they just say oh we'll put this like that arrival bit i really do like that bit and i think that bit is uh but yeah generally it's um it is kind of maybe um it is a not a kid's film but it's not an adult's film maybe it's maybe not got as much going on it's a it's an adventure it's a fun bit of fun isn't it it's not really much more than a bit of fun yeah it's a film that i don't know why they're making a part three other than i don't (laughs) i don't know i don't get why Mm. i don't think it is though is it i think that is later like i I think we'd have to i'd have to see two again and see i can't really remember two at all and i watched i watched the cartoon as well i must have watched that a lot and i but it was a big thing um, and like I say, I think the third, like the concept of the third one, sounds interesting. Um, mm. I guess it's I, I think I've, I've got a feeling the third one will be really good because I don't think Keanu Reeves does. I mean, he's made some bad films, but I think he's got, especially old Keanu Reeves. Mm. There's something about him. I watch him in anything really. He's got a very like sort of because yeah. he's a nice yeah. guy, isn't he? As well, and yeah. and everything yeah, I read about his winter, apparently, he's yeah. quite a nice bloke as well. So I yeah, trust, I think, him. I trust I think, him. Yeah, and I think they it's the same original writers, and I yeah. think they're the right level. I think both of them are the right level of famous that they just went, oh, you know what, it's probably going to be a laugh. They didn't mm. demand a load of money or say, oh, I want a director's credit or... Yeah. Do you know what I mean? They just said, yeah, sure, we'll give it a go. So, yeah. yeah. Mm. Well, we'll see whenever it comes out. I think they've got a producer now. They've got a bit it's of in pre- it's, it's in pre-production. It's, in production. it's going ahead, yeah. yeah. I mean, they must be able to get money for it. I mean, there'll be enough people who'll just go and watch that. They were at can or somewhere recently like actually doing proper interviews and both of them sat together about it so it's really happening yeah good good yeah so mm. where does bill and ted go in the list mm. who wants to go first let me just fire up the list it's a really tough fire one up. for me because i don't know i i think hmm. have you got any ideas alex or you also I, no I'll, I'll say 40 uh, 40, yeah, just below Paprika and above the faculty. See, I was thinking more low 40s. Mm. Um, well, specifically below Star Trek 4, because that's a better film. Oh, okay. For me, anyway, mm. definitely. Um, that's not mm. that That's not that low, then. Much lower. No, I mean, that seems the right sort of range in terms of, like, it's a film I don't mind watching, mm. but I'm not blown away by. Um, Would you watch yeah. 
Phantom Menace before this? No. You wouldn't? No. Would you? You would, wouldn't you? Um... Yeah, maybe, yeah. I think you'd watch War Games before this. Uh, oh, that's true, War actually. Games. Yeah, yeah. yeah. War Games is a better film. So that sinks it a bit lower. So that's yeah. that 45. See, I'd put it, yeah, I'd put it like 47, I think. So you, all, you, both, you both of you hate surrogates, so... Uh... Mm. <laughs> oh, God, <laughs> maybe it, can't, it, should... it can't go lower than surrogates. That was terrible. <laughs> yeah, maybe yeah. it should just be... Um, 47. 47 then? Yeah. Yeah, I'm alright with that. Yeah, yeah, I'm alright with that. I like, I like, I enjoyed it. I don't think it's, it doesn't, it didn't change the world, but it's an no. enjoyable film. It was, it was one of those films that I'm glad that it we watched. It was totally bogus. <laughs> it was. It would have been. Yeah, it it was, was bogus. Totally, yeah, mediocre. Is that good or bad? I don't it's know. Bad. I've learned nothing. It's uh, it's a film that I'm glad. This is why I think we did the podcast. It's a film that I would never watch again off my own like back, my own yeah. volition. So I'm glad that it made me watch. I it watched again. this not so long ago when I was researching uh, time travel uh, projects. Uh, yes, yes. If anyone wants to go and see a good short uh, time travel film, yeah, that's good. Head to where's where mm. is it at, Chris? Where's your little short? It's on my website. Just go to chrisredding.com. Yeah, it's good. It's yeah. no Bill and Ted. Well, no. <laughs> it's shorter than Bill and Ted. <laughs> better than Bill and Ted. <laughs> better than Bill and Ted. It's not yeah. been rated, so we can't say. No. Yeah. We can't stop ranking yeah. our own works, because that'll be it. No. Yeah. That's no. when the podcast ends. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I guess now it's time to do some time travelling of our own and travel to the past to talk to our future past selves for next week's... Yeah. Get, get I still haven't got my head round this. Get when you phone... guys talk about this sort of stuff, I don't know what you're no, talking okay. about. Get, <laughs> right. get, get Rufus in the, the style. Dial, the dial ourselves, yeah. Dial ourselves. Hello? Hi, and thanks, future me. I'm back with another film. So next week, we are continuing our Star Trek Odyssey. We've watched one, the bad one, two, the good one, three, the boring one, four, the funny one. And now we're on to five, the terrible one. Uh, <laughs> everyone's least favourite Star Trek film. Um, so, uh, I mean, no one's prepared a plot of this, have they? Chris, can you remember what happens? Isn't it a... Um, yeah, um, the, some um, Vulcan take, uh, hijacks the Enterprise, don't know how, one man yeah. hijacks the Enterprise, um, turns out to be Spock's long lost brother, takes the... Hang en- on, Spoilers. Oh, sorry. (laughs) Slow down. Basically, that's it. It gets hijacked hijacked in in an attempt to find God. God, yeah. That's all we really need to know. Um, And this, we we discussed it briefly, I think, on Star Trek IV, but uh, if you remember, Star Trek IV was directed by Leonard Nimoy, Mm. and the only way that Shatner agreed to come back for that was if they let him direct Star Trek V. Mm. A decision that they obviously became came to ruin. But, uh, <laughs> this is when yes, we start to see what the egos really mean yeah. when with these boys. There's some yeah. big ones. Definitely. Yeah. So the trailer got to watch. This is the first cinematic teaser trailer for Star Trek V. So let's Ooh, see how it was produced to the world. Kind is at stake. It could only mean one thing. Greetings, Captain. Spock. I do not think you realise the gravity of your situation. Oh. The vacation is over. Now, the crew of the Starship Enterprise... Enterprise, are you ready? ...is taking adventure where it has never gone before. What are you standing around for? Do you not know a jailbreak when you see one? That, uh, <laughs> that trailer is like 
20 times better than the film. Wow. Isn't it? Was, it? That's yeah, great trailer. That was a great trailer. The music, James Horner music, it's just amazing. Yeah. They did pretty much put everything in there, apart from, they get to me, God! It should have just said that, yeah. like, really quickly. That you know it's going to be bad when Shatner opens a film with him, like, climbing the most ridiculous mountain of all time. That's a real mountain. Yeah. And obviously Shatner is. Yeah. Just, it was, yeah. He wasn't really climbing it, though. No. He's trying to do, like, a Tom Cruise before Tom Cruise. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so that look forward to next week. Uh, <laughs> I'll try I mean, and get us a quiz. I'll try. Oh, please, yeah. please. I mean, at least say, say we, if we get through this one. Balls up the last one. Not... I like anything oh, yeah. we yeah, like. No my, no, my boss does know that. He was very I want, upset. I so. want decks. How many decks? Sorry. I love them ones. How many? Get I love all quiz. that sort of deep stuff. I'll try. I'll really try. I'll try my hardest. And stick with us because after this, six, seven, and eight, not necessarily all great films, but all interesting films. So we'll be on a better Star Trek run there. So. Yeah. Let's just cope with this. Power through. <laughs> Power through. Right. Back to the future. Go. Doodly, doodly, Not that doodly, film, doodly. but yes, back to the other thing. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Excellent! <laughs> but last. So there there we have it. That's that's our that's our podcast. Um anything else, anyone? We can we can actually for the first time interact <clears throat> with our past selves and say that yeah, I'm uh, not looking forward to watching Star Trek five. Because for once, I actually yeah. know what trailer's going in that gap, so we can talk I about know. it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm not looking forward to... No, me neither. But also, it's weird, because yeah. we're also uh, aware of our future selves. We've actually already seen Star Trek V, haven't we? So it's kind of <laughs> yeah, yeah. more confusing. <laughs> yeah. well, I'm really looking forward to watching Star Trek V, because oh. Star Trek IV was so good, so I'm just really looking yeah, forward to it. Yeah, it can't be bad, can it? Yeah. No, no, they no. don't mean that. They no. don't mean that. Don't believe them. <laughs> anyway, let's also goodbye... Goodbye. No, hang on. Do the... Oh, uh, what? Do the... Oh, yeah, sorry. You've got your little sheet. Links and stuff. I've got my sheet, yeah. Okay, so email at us. Uh, if you want us to watch a film, email us and tell us to watch it. Oh, actually, at... before... We, sorry, before we go oh. on, can I just say we had some... Um, it's not really like feedback that was in a form to share, but that's some really nice feedback about the 2001 episode. Oh, uh, good. And people basically saying that the end was brilliant, which I can good. only agree with. Uh, it was yeah. brilliant, yeah. Now I've calmed down. I was going for maximum effect. It yeah. Was, yeah, now I've calmed down. I listened to it the next day. And you know, I thought, yeah, we've we've created some good drama there. Yeah, and, you know, yeah. in the heat of the moment, I was angry, but now I can see we've created some art. So that's uh, yeah, yeah. It was uh, a twist worthy of an M Night Shalamalamalan film. I would Definitely. say that was uh, mm. the rug was pulled from under me. Yes. And, uh, yeah, it was good. It was a good bit. Of, we haven't had that kind of episode for a while, have we? No, we so. haven't. No, it was good. Good. Anyway, well, sorry. Continue. Okay. Anyway, so if you want more of that, suggest films that one of us hates or loves, I don't know, uh, and email us at sciencefictionratingsystem at gmail.com. Uh, the website is www.sciencefictionratingsystem.com. We're at Twitter at SF Rating System, Instagram at Science Fiction Rating System, Facebook at SF Rating System. I think that's everything. Brilliant. Thank you. Wicked. See you next week. See you next week. Party See on, dudes. Party on. Bye. Be excellent to each other. Party yes. on, dudes. Bye.